Looking for last minute weekend getaway? I've got you covered. I have five road trips already planned for you. They're all a few hours from New York City, so they're the perfect trips for anybody on the East Coast to tap into. Whether you're looking for family-friendly, a romantic getaway, something leisure, activities-filled, history and heritage-filled, or if you want to spend the weekend stuffing your face. The packet has it all. It was designed to take all the guesswork and planning off of your plate. You choose based on the vibe or the distance. Included in the packet are itineraries for weekend trips to Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Hartford, Connecticut, Johnson and Burlington, Vermont, and Montreal, Canada. It includes packing lists, a pre-trip car prep guide, and travel and shit podcast playlists of road trip content. These itineraries are perfect for travelers who enjoy having a plan with space for spontaneity. Save yourself the time of planning and skip to the getaway. Let this itinerary pack take the stress of planning and packing off of the table while you focus on the road. Visit travelandshitpodcast.com slash travel resources to download your copy. If you've enjoyed listening to Travel and Shit, consider becoming a patron. As a supporter at the $3.99 a month tier, you get access to episodes ad-free and one week early. At $5.99 a month, you're at the family tier. At this tier, you get ad-free and early access, same as in the supported tier, but you also get a free travel and shit tea after six months of support, 50% off digital products and downloads, and 20% off merch. You also get a free digital bundle that includes the mindfulness workbook, solo travel planning course, packing lists, past itineraries, suggested travel gear, and more. The podcast will still be free. You don't have to pay to listen. But... If you want to hear the episodes as soon as they're released, and if you want to show me and the show some love, please consider becoming a patron. For more information, go to travelandshitpodcast.com slash subscribe. I made it around the world and came back with stories to Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the first episode of the new year of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. Happy, happy new year, travelers. I hope you guys have had a safe and healthy, prosperous, uh, exciting, fulfilling holiday season. Um, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, New Year's, whatever you choose to decide, um, whatever you choose to celebrate, I hope it was, uh, a bountiful one for you. Um, and I'm going to jump right in. Last year I did a 2022 resolutions episode and I, for shits and gigs, decided to just listen back to it and see what the fuck I made as my resolutions because I have a very difficult time with goal setting and resolutions. Not against them. They, I just always run into like a brick wall when I, in my mind, try to come up with goals. They always just seem so 
flighty and I don't know. I just end up telling a million stories why they aren't really going to happen. So that is a personal struggle that I am working through. But I did listen back to that episode and one, what a difference a year makes. I don't know if you guys um, do it or have a, I guess, a point of reference, if you will, but I strongly encourage it. I also struggle with wondering if I am doing enough, if I am uh, making the best decisions in terms of, um, you know, the podcast and growing the show and all the other kind of jazz. But listening to the old episode, I've got to say that even without dedicated effort, because once I record that episode, promise y'all I ain't think about it again. Um, and in seeing what my results were without even actually trying, it's actually making me kind of wonder, oh shit, what if I really did set a goal that I wanted to work through and try? And so alas, here we have this week. So to start, let's talk about what I said I was going to do last year. My 2022 travel resolutions, that's episode 170. Um, I'm going to leave the link in the description box for you. I had, oh, that was a little side note. Didn't even look at that. I'll get back to that for myself, but, um, renew passport, renew and upgrade my license because as of the beginning of that year, May, uh, May 3rd, 2023 was supposed to be the deadline for real ID. Um, and if you're unfamiliar, uh, Real ID is basically um, a super version of your license, and that allows you to complete domestic travel. So if you haven't already, head over to www.dhs.gov. So it's Department of Homeland Security.gov slash real dash ID. So uh, definitely look into that. They have extended the date. I feel like it is extended until 2025, but I'm not 100% certain. And when that date does come, it whenever they decide to actually keep the date, because this is probably the third or fourth time that they've extended it, but whenever they do decide to adhere to the date, you're essentially going to need that super ID to travel domestically. Otherwise, you're going to need a passport. Um, it is a fee to upgrade to that license as are all the things. There's a fee for fucking everything. Um, there's a fee for being poor. If you overdraft your own money and you, you gotta pay for that. So everything's a charge, right? That being the case, look into it. Pay attention to when your actual license expires, whether it be a driver's license or just a state issued ID. Look into what the expiration date is going to be so that if it is time for you to renew, you don't renew a basic ID or license, and then find out that you're going to need a different um, document altogether in order to complete what you have in store for your own personal life, whether you travel uh, domestically or internationally. So it's not that you can't travel, it's just that you would need a passport then. So look into the expiration dates and uh, follow up. So there's that. But um, so those two things were the first 
on my list, renew my passport and renew and upgrade uh, my license. I had skiing, an adventure trip for Binksy, who's the pup, my, um, my child, my furry child, my dog. She's going to be 15 this year. She's going to be 15 in April. My baby, um, adventure trip for Binksy camping this year, visit a national park, downsize closet, um, pack and travel lighter. I also had virtual event, build community, speak with y'all more live. And I had, let's see, content road trips, like road trip contents, like $500 content, because oddly enough, I was going on quite a few road trips that only ran me like around $500. And instead of trying to find receipts and doing all that jazz, I just was going to do road trip stuff. So I'm jumping ahead. Those were the two, four, six, eight, ten resolutions or goals that I'd set. And I completed renew passport, renew and upgrade my license, The road trip content got done. I did do a virtual event and I did go on live with y'all a few times, but nothing crazy. So let's just say I did a solid four done and complete. Now renewing the passport, you guys can actually do online. I think I checked it a month ago and I think it actually went through. It was one of those things where they were saying it was a beta. It was testing, testing. I believe that you actually can just up, um, renew your passport online. If you haven't already, get on it there. Everybody's sick. COVID, flu, RSV, some version of the other. And we've already seen what happens when office buildings and agencies shut down. So if you don't necessarily see any like immediate travel, like first quarter travel, but you see some travel coming down the line, put that application in, get your shit renewed so that you don't have to think about it in terms of time constraints. So, um, Hopefully everybody stays healthy. I wish the best for us all. But um, doomsday preparing, worst case scenarioing, you don't want something that has almost nothing to do with you, have something to do with you. So plan ahead, get those documents updated so that you don't need to scramble around and worry about dates and all that jazz before you need to. I am your reminder to do that. Get it done, over, get it done and over with. Um, I didn't go skiing. Honestly, don't really have partial lie. I was going to say don't even have the desire to, but this kind of ties in with one of the other goals that I had, which was visit a national park. So I have a week off in January and boyfriend and I sat down and decided like, well, what the fuck do we want to do in January? Do we want to just go to the beach or do we want to take the opportunity to do a cold weather a trip? Do we want to do a road trip? What is the plan? We ultimately decided on doing Joshua Tree. So we're leaving for Joshua Tree this weekend. I'm totes excited. I have had quite the rough past couple of weeks. So I'm very much so looking forward to just fucking relaxing and doing outdoorsy, fun, D shit that I so overwhelmingly love doing especially with my partner. He's a great time. So I didn't go skiing. We were looking at doing maybe, um, cause what was it? I had travel credits. I had flight credits from JetBlue that I had to use, um, before the beginning of the new year. So I wanted to get it out the way and book something that I knew I was going to be able to do. Um, we were tempted to do our, um, Mexico trip, but 
I wanted to do something in January. So that's what we decided to do. Almost decided to go skiing. Almost, because if nothing else, if I'm going to go to a cold weather destination, I would rather not really pay for that. I'd rather pay. And it was, okay, so no, that's what it was. The perfect opportunity came where it's like, all right, well, if we're going to do something like Boulder, Colorado, or if we're going to do like Aspen or whatever, the it's going to be wild expensive. So it would be easier to afford it if we only had to pay for accommodations and not for flights. So that was the thought process behind choosing a cold weather destination. For one, damn, do I really want to pay to be even colder than I already am? Mm, if I can have a really bomb ass experience, yes. But in this case, we were not going to have to pay for it, but we decided against it. And we ended up doing Joshua Tree. So like I said, we'll be going this weekend and that is actually going to hit one of the resolutions from last year, which was National Park. So I didn't particularly, um, and when I was listening back to the episode, I specifically did mention um, Southwest and I'm definitely Southwest. It's in Southern California. It's not far from uh, Coachella, Yucca Valley. Um, it's about two hours from, and I'm referencing Joshua Tree. It's about two hours from Vegas about, or is it four hours from Vegas? It's either two or four hours from Vegas. It's not far from Palm Springs. Um, so looking forward to that very much. So didn't even know that I was hitting a goal that I'd set in the beginning of the year. And that's where, uh, that's what I meant when I said, I didn't even put any effort into accomplishing any of these goals and I was able to tackle them without thought. Imagine what I could do if I actually tried. Um, so that actually ended up happening. Visit a national park. We didn't go camping. And after further review, um, apparently he says that camping, just the two of us was always in over him. I think he agreed to go camping with me when we first started dating, but who's going to know, right? Who's, who's going to be the tiebreaker in that argument between the two of us? It ain't going to be none of y'all. So he did say though, I'd absolutely go camping with you, but it's just not safe to go just the two of us between creepers, crazy people in the woods and wild animals. Like it can't just be me trying to fight. Right. And this is him speaking and he's right. So I get it. He would prefer to do a group trip if we were going to do camping. And I mean, one of us has to be the more mature one. And it's not that it's immature to go camping, just two people. But we absolutely are city kids and we absolutely do watch a, a lot of uh, crime thrillers, murder mysteries, horror. And I ain't even mad. He's got a point. Like, I kind of don't want to be in the middle of nowhere with no one to account for our whereabouts kind of thing. Right. So. We won't be doing camping in terms of just the two of now to his point, he was like, if it's just the two of us and we could see another RV or another campsite or tent, or like we can see other people, but we still have like our own personal space with it. But if it's just us, middle woods, trees, maybe a couple of mountains and some water or something, absolutely the fuck not. Yes, sir. Okay. It's up to him to keep the both of us safe and... I trust his, uh, his gut on that one. So camping. And honestly, at this point, if I'm thinking of a 2023 resolution, I'm not thinking camping either. 
I still do want to go camping because it's something that I've wanted to do for quite a long time. It's just that at this current juncture, it's not high up on the list. Um, I had downsized my closet, um, pack and travel lighter. So I did technically downsize my closet, my niece and by niece, I mean my best friend's daughter. Um, she's growing up so quickly and I've never really been that big. I've always been able to get into like large children's clothes and by large, I mean like the largest of the children's clothes, like a 14, 16, 16, 18. Um, yeah, I think it goes 16, 18, 12, 14, 16, 18, right? I don't know. I ain't got no kids, but the biggest size that fucking comes, whatever the extra large is or the two X is basically like a women's extra small, small. I am no longer a women's extra small or small. So I had a ton of like women's extra small zeros, twos and kids 14, 16 that I wasn't going to get back in. I don't see myself ever being that size again. That being the case, I was able to give a ton of clothes to my best friend's daughter. So I, whenever one of them was up here in New York, let's see what we got. You think she'll like this? Let's FaceTime her. What about this? What about this? What about this? Do you like this? No, no, no. When she's here, try this on, try this on. Got rid of a bunch of coats. Thankfully, finally, I had those coats. Some of those coats were in there for years. Oh, Tila. Hey babes. So OG of the bestie. Um, remember that Kenneth Cole, um, I don't know if you remember it, but it was a Kenneth Cole brown um, peacoat. You gave it to me years ago, girl. It's been handed down again. Lucy has it. So um, that's another thing that I enjoy about giving clothes as hand-me-downs to someone that I know, like that's in my life, is that I get to see my clothes all over again. So when she wears like a coat or a jacket or a sweater or something that I gave her, not all the time, but every once in a while, one of them will send me a picture like, hey, I wore this sweater today or in a dress or whatever. And I, it warms my heart. It's nice to see something that I enjoyed, had a great time and had experiences in now being a part of someone else's experience. So I enjoy that. I did not, however, get rid of as much as I wanted to get rid of. I still got a bag of shoes in a closet and I've got bins and shelves of shoes over here that I, um, still don't wear. And I just bought two pairs of new shoes, but, um, I'm grown. I got a job and that's what I work for. That is still a work in progress. I do feel like I made considerable, uh, advances in that area. I haven't per se gotten any better with, uh, packing or traveling light. Um, when listening back to the episode, I referenced just really never using everything that I bought with me on a trip. And I can't say that I am particularly um, looking forward to using every single thing that I bring with me. I'm not that pressed. It's not that important. Uh, I would, however, like to be a little more um, organized. I've got all the systems. I just don't put them in place. I've got all the packing lists. I've got all the things and I've got all of, and I'm still very often a very last minute girl. I, before this recording was just opening a bunch of packages of shit that I, that I ordered those two pairs of shoes. 
Um, they actually, actually ended up being super fly. I ended up buying a pair of, I'll report back on this too, a pair of sorrels. I guess that's how you pronounce it. S O R E L. Or is it two R's? I don't know. S, but it's the one with the little panda. It's a panda. No, it's a polar bear, that brand. And I bought those brand because I'm at the bigly age where it is comfort over fashion over everything else. I ain't going to wear no unfashionable shit, but I'm absolutely not going to buy some shit that I'm not comfortable in. I'm beyond that. It's, it is what it is. And I know that that brand is known for being very comfortable. So I ordered the sneakers, chef's kiss. The shits are wild, wild comfortable. One more than the other, but we'll get, we'll get past that. I mention it because I'm somewhat committed to trying to travel with like just one pair of shoes and not like a second or third pair. There is a bit of anxiety about what if something goes wrong? What if I, I don't know. I just am always thinking of a million ways for things to go wrong. So I try to counteract that. Um, and I am looking forward to doing a bit of hiking in the sneakers as opposed to actually bringing the hiking boots that I spent quite a considerable amount of money on and um, have hiked only a few times in them. But again, that's why I work. The packing situation, I am going to tell you I'm going to get better at. I'm slowly trying to pack a little bit through the week, just like put shit to the side. I've been doing laundry since the holiday break. So a couple of things that I've washed, instead of putting them away in my drawers, I'll just fold them and put them on top of the suitcase. Um, When I order new clothes, I wash them first. I don't play that. You should wash your shit too. If you've never worked retail, people are absolutely fucking disgusting. And I promise you that all of that stuff that is shipping to your home, uh, not all of it is fresh from the warehouse. A lot of times it comes fresh from the store that someone else has tried on after coming home or going to the store from the gym or just not bathing. We've already seen the car, the conversations, the arguments about who bathes, who uses washcloths, who uses bar soap versus liquid soap, whatever it is. I bathe once a day. I bathe once a month, once a week. We know everybody's version of clean is not the fucking same. Wash your clothes before you wear them, please. Road trips give you the flexibility of taking the most control of your itinerary. No airline delays or cancellations. You can sit in your own germs and move at your own pace. Whether you're looking for family-friendly or something romantic, history and heritage, or a foodie's delight, I've got you covered. Choose your trip based on the vibe or the distance you feel like driving. This pack includes D.C., Philly, Hartford, Burlington, and Montreal. All destinations are a few hours from New York City, so they're perfect for anyone along the East Coast to tap into. The download also includes a packing list, pre-trip car prep guide, and a playlist of travel and shit road trip content. These itineraries are perfect for travelers who enjoy having a plan with space for spontaneity. Head over to travelandshitpodcast.com slash travel resources slash road trip to download your copy and take the stress of planning and packing off the table while you focus on the road. So downsizing a closet did much better. Packing and traveling light, not so 
not so much. And I think a lot of that was also because road trips, that's really when I fuck it up. I really overpack in terms of road trips just because I'm not confined to, um, overhead space limitations, weight limitations on, um, your carry on or on your checked luggage. Like it's my car. All he needs is a fucking duffel bag. So the entire rest of the car is on me. So I'd like to get down to one bag if I can, but that's not an actual goal. It's just one of those maybe someday, one day kind of wishes. Um, road trip. I did make that happen. I do have the road trip content. I've got the five cities, five different vibes. You choose basically a choose your own adventure, if you will. That is available for you on travelingshippodcast.com. Um, and just go to travel resources. I also did my virtual event. Thank you to Wanda, Shira, Nay. I really appreciate you ladies for joining me to have our conversation about um, James Baldwin, him moving to Europe, trying to navigate his feelings around being a black American versus being a writer slash black writer. He wanted to feel that experience of just being a writer and not just being a black writer. So he decided to move to Europe to um, tap more into just being a person as opposed to the black American experience of being black and then a person and then American. So that was an incredible conversation. Thank you to all of you who joined us. Um, Thank you to all of you that who have since watched after the fact. Loved love that experience. And I will probably do that again. I could see that being more of a, a summer, a summer event. It felt, it just felt right. Um, build community, speak with y'all live. I did do a couple of lives. I tend to really only go live when I'm unboxing merch. Um, it's always a good fucking time. I love getting packages. So and I enjoy my merch and I absolutely want to show you guys. So I will definitely continue that. So I did do a few of those, not really in the way that I would like to. I'd like to do something maybe a little bit more scheduled um, or a little more, um, not necessarily segmented, but um, there's a, a like, I've got a couple ideas and I want to build upon them in a way that we all get to enjoy. So oddly enough, I'm kind of proud of last year's uh, goals. This year's list, pretty fucking short. I want to do a beach stay, like a beach retreat slash resort stay. I cannot, almost lied. Bermuda was the one, maybe... Well, it was definitely the first time. I don't think it was the only time, but I'm not really a resort girl. I prefer Airbnbs because I enjoy experiences. I enjoy people. I enjoy local environments. Like that's my bag. That is what I enjoy. We just finished White Lotus, both seasons. Uh, 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Personally, we liked season one better. Um, and by we, I mean, I don't mean we just agree on a consensus and roll with it. Like we both individually liked season one better. Um, it just was a little more, um, there were so many more, there was so many layers to it. 
definitely would recommend watching White Lotus. And it, in a nutshell, is White Slop. It's a good fucking time though. Not just White Slop, but rich White Slop. It's masterpiece. And oddly enough, it kind of like, on the one hand, it weirded me out, right? That these people are on their vacations for two weeks or longer and when do y'all leave the resort? Like, what do you do? How do you enjoy, like, I don't understand the pursuit necessarily of two weeks of just nothingness. Like just, I've never been a go lay by the pool kind of girl. I'm not, a, I'm not a pool person. I prefer the ocean because pools are just large communal bathtubs to me. Um, that chlorine isn't doing it to me, to me in my unscientific opinion. Um, I just think they're gross. I do. The ocean, there's a lot more space for things to go. You feel me? So I personally prefer the ocean. So I can't necessarily see like just pulling up to the beach. I mean, not the beach to the, um, now see, I can see pulling up to the beach and just laying out and reading a book, but I can't necessarily see just laying by the pool. Um, I get it's the same, but it's not. To me, it's not. Um, you can't dig your feet into the sand. It's like the best exfoliator. Exfoliator. The ocean, the sand. Just like I, when I tell you, I get home and I am so fucking soft. Like I'm already like I already have soft skin. It's a fact about my life. It is what it is. But when I come back from the beach, baby. That is me at peak soft skin. So love, 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 love the ocean. Um, like what, and I'm look, I'm looking back in my memory here and I'm trying to remember anything that they did that was remotely entertaining. And it's like, while there was so much happening, there was also nothing happening, which was wild to me. And it could just be me and the way that I consumed this particular piece of content, but there may have been like three scenes over the course of both seasons where anybody was like, and by three scenes, I mean like three episodes where it happened, maybe, maybe not necessarily three scenes, maybe like three different episodes where people were anywhere other than the actual resort where it took place. And this was over a span of a week, two weeks. So y'all, I want to see what it's like. I, I can't envision me enjoying it, but it's one of those things where I don't feel comfortable saying that I don't like it if I haven't actually done it. So the last time I stayed at a resort, it was cool. Like I did Bermuda, I was at a resort, but I was also barely there. Like I hopped around and I did a lot of stuff off resort. So I think that that's my compromise where I'll stay on a resort and, you know, still do shit locally, get out and about, boat ride something. But I would like to stay at a resort. That is a 2023 goal that I can stand by. I would absolutely, and I can see it happening. I see maybe a spring, we're looking to do Mexico in the spring. And oof, I don't know, cause I already had an idea of what I wanted to do for Mexico. So I don't know that this is gonna be the trip for it. I'll look into some options, but I would like to stay at a resort 2023 also. I'm tempted to say I'm not a cruise girl, 
but I'm not, I've never been on a cruise. I've never really been, I've never wanted really to go on a cruise myself. I've, I don't want to say I've been pressured to go into a cruise, but I've been enticed to go on a cruise with other people. My cousins and I years ago tried to plan a cruise that we ended up not going on. Boyfriend loves cruises. I've never been. So we've talked about, let's go on one seat. I, I just want to do it to see if I actually like it. Right. But it, in my mind, this time now, it's not a good time. It just is like a floating Petri dish to me. I, just like not necessarily because I understand that there are open spaces. I don't necessarily have to be inside all the time. You go off the ship and you know, you can be on the deck and all that other kind of shit, but still shared surfaces. And I, it's, I can't get, I can't get past it. I'm not there. So I can't see me being in this one first quarter, first month. Don't see a cruise happening, um, this year. Is it a hundred hard stop? No, no, but I'm also not necessarily, um, it's not on my radar. It's not, I would like to, but I can't say that I could go without experiencing high levels of anxiety and I don't want that. So we're tentative, we're teetering on the cruise. It would depend on what you know, next summer looks like, what's the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not touch point, but what's the pulse on, um, societal health? Are we looking any better? Right. Um, so partial goal. I also, here we go. I definitely, definitely want to do a retreat for Binksy. I want to do a really cute weekend getaway for her. My baby's going to be 15 this year. She's a mini poodle. So she is anticipated to have a longer life than say like a larger breed dog, but still she's a dog. She's 15. She's going to die at some point, right? I'm going to die. We're all going to die, but I know her time is coming sooner and I really, really, really want her to have a wild, crazy, kick-ass, fuck shit up adventure. I want her to swim. I want her to experience what like a little nature hike is like, like hiking outside of Queens. I want her to experience air that is fresher than Queens. I don't know if dogs see fucking stars or not. I want her to have the opportunity to see stars if she can. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. It's just that I am very particular about what I want that to look like because I want her to go swimming. So I want there to be a space where I feel comfortable with her being in the water. I don't necessarily want to bring her to a beach because I'm not comfortable with um, tides, waves. I don't really want all that. Uh, which is also so possible in a lake, depending on how large the lake is, but also possible to not have a lake with too much going on that I would feel uncomfortable. So I also have to consider that I don't want to be in the car with her for longer than three hours. She's not exactly the happiest camper in the car. She's very I got to do everything. I have to help you drive. Do you know where you're going? I think you missed your turn. Let me take the wheel. That's the kind of dog she is. So I don't really want to deal with that for longer than I need to. And also longer than she would be comfortable for. Cause I understand like 
she always seems angsty for quite a large portion of a drive. And then she eventually calms the fuck down. However, I have a hard time getting comfortable in the car. So the last thing I want to do is try to be, is be trying to get comfortable. I don't want to be trying to get comfortable. And now I got the dog underneath me or on my lap or, you know what I mean? Between the two of us, one of us is going to get pissed. So I'm trying to make that not me. And I don't want to do it to her. So I've got a couple things that I'm very particular about that trip. Relatively close to New York and very overly dog friendly. So looking into that still and um, I'd like to make that happen this year. And also because I know I'm running out of years to actually make it happen. And I would, I would hate myself. I won't say I hate myself, but I'd be really hurt really hurt if I weren't able to uh, do that for her. And I also have Central and South America on my list. I had such a bomb time in Peru and in Costa Rica. And I've wanted to do either, I mean, I want to do them all. There is no country that I don't want to go to, but particularly um, on the horizon for me have been Ecuador, um, Honduras, and Honduras and what was the other one? I can't remember. Ecuador, Honduras, and I think it was Venezuela, which is, I want to say, in South America, ain't it? Yeah. Because what's this? Argentina, Brazil. I think Venezuela is someplace in uh, South America. But yeah, I did say Central and South America, but definitely have Ecuador. Oh, Panama was up there also. Um Honduras, Ecuador, and Panama are very high on my list. I definitely want to go visit those countries. Um, so that is also on 2023, 2023's resolution list. So a beach resort, actually staying on the resort, a getaway for my pup, and getting back to Central and South America. I definitely want to, um, I mean, I want to get back to Europe also. Basically, let's just say international travel. It's been a while. All we did was Puerto Rico over the past year or two. Oh, in Canada. But I mean, isn't it, is it international? Yes. But is it international? No. Same as Puerto Rico. Is it international? Eh, Not really. It's an American territory. I live in America. So for me, it's not really an international destination. So, um, I'd like to get back out there. I'd like to, uh, I've never, no, that's a lie. I've been to most of the, I haven't been to Australia, but y'all, the spiders are huge out there. That's like number six on my list of continents to visit. Um, North Pole, South Pole, Antarctica. Can't, I'm not even going to sit here and tell you, I remember which one of those is the actual continent. Um, but that cold shit, that's number seven. Um, so Europe, I really, really, really want to hit Ireland and Scotland and Asia. I absolutely want to visit, um, Japan, but both, especially Japan, the way I, I mean, that I anticipate being very pricey, don't have that right now. And I, um, don't necessarily Ireland is actually 
close on our list. We just haven't worked out our plan. But again, don't necessarily want to list them as resolutions in the sense of actively making these happen, but more in the sense of I would like for them to happen. And I think that that's a very distinct difference where goals, resolutions, depending on how you look at it, like if you're looking at them as one and the same, if you are resolving to do something different, if you are resolving to make happen, um, resort, dog, South America, Central America. Those are my resolutions. Like I would like to make those happen. The rest of the stuff, I'd be happy if it happened. But I can't necessarily say um, that I've got an action plan in place to go to Japan this year because it's not exactly the way, and I've discussed it plenty of times before, it's not exactly the way I plan my travel. I can't choose a week in advance make it happen and then take off from work. I have to take off from work and know with what I've been approved for when to do travel. So um, in fairness to me, I don't necessarily have the same flexibility that some people have when it comes to travel um, destinations and plans for the year. So that in mind, I would like to personally add as a final resolution, being more, being as intentional about my I'm looking for the right word here because it's a sentiment. My mind works in ideas, if you will. So I'm very intentional about not very intentional, but I am intentional about my emotions. I am intentional about making the best attempts that I can to be at peace, right? So like I say, travel is more than vacation, right? I am intentional about checking in with myself and asking, what do you want to do? What feels good? What will bring you the most joy or the most happiness in this space right here? And choosing to do that, right? I've gotten very good at that. However, I would like to be, I don't want to say as or more intentional like, but I would like to incorporate that same practice of emotional intelligence, if you will, for self, with me actively taking better actionable steps. So feelings, intentions, I've gotten good at that. And that was very important for me. And it when it was time, it became time and I got there and I realized how important a step that was and how grateful I was to finally have gotten there and wishing that it had been something that I had tapped into much sooner. And that's why I share that with you, to be intentional about your travels and to actually ask yourself, does this itinerary need to be this packed? Does this, um, does this trip need to have this many destinations? Do I need this many things to do? Or do I need to just kind of take a step away from my normal grind and relax a bit, see new things, experience new people, but also 
decompress? Or have things been really quiet at work? Have things been really kind of like sedentary at home? And do I need to excite myself? Do I need a, a spring to my step? Like checking in with self in that sense and making the active um, shift, the choice, the actual, making that decision, following through, right? With what is going to be best in that emotional moment, if you will. I would like to be, I would like to try and match that sentiment, but as it comes to actionable steps in terms of business development, if that makes sense. I'm very much so an ideas person, big dreamer, but when it comes to the, okay, so you want to make a million dollars. Well, what are your steps to make a million dollars? Okay. Like do great stuff. Okay. So what are your steps to do great things? Like, what are your great things? Um, talk on the podcast. All right, well, what are you talking about the podcast? Like that reverse engineering, I tend to get a little, um, caught up in the ideas, caught up in the plan that I miss the doing. And I think that if I am able to find the tweak that I needed to be more intentional about self and checking in with where I am in the feelings department that I can absolutely make that happen in the action department, in the, um, in the progress department. So I hope I worded that so that it makes sense to you guys the way I understand it. But, um, that's, that is a resolution. That is something that I am intending to be very resolute about, but it's still one of those things that doesn't necessarily have a definitive, hard, square stamp on it that says, this is what it is. It's more, again, an idea, a feeling. I've got to figure out what the pieces to that puzzle are. I feel like there's a small portion of you that get what the fuck I'm talking about. And there are others of you that I lost. But for those of you that are following through, please hit me up. Let me know that you get what I'm saying. And if it's something that you have actively worked on or found any books, articles, podcasts, um, fuck music, artwork, whatever it is that helped you find what it was, holla at me and let me know. Uh, Shoot me an email dcarry at travelandshippodcast.com or you can just go to travelandshippodcast.com and find my socials if twitter's your bag and that's where you are i'm open to dms if ig is where your bag is and that's where you are i'm open to dms there as well meet me where you are but i would just love to hear from you um i hope you guys have got a game plan for your own 2023 and i hope that your game plan kicks off I was going to say with the goal, right? But are we all playing the same sport? I don't know. I just hope the year starts off beautifully for you guys. And I hope that you guys are able to find what it is you want to focus your heart and your dreams on for the year. Let's make it happen, guys. See y'all next week.